Hello queens, my name is Nikki and welcome to Powered Up, the show where women empower each other through the sharing of personal inspirational stories, the sharing of information and best practices to power up and to achieve our inner greatness. Hello everyone, welcome back to Powered Up. Today we have Nenet Oting uh, here with us. We will be having a very lovely discussion about relationships. Nenet is a YouTuber content creator. She has her own show, Relationship Hacks GH, which is a show where she talks about issues, uh, trending topics in relationship, like real-time stories. She's also a very busy woman and does other things as well, but I'll let her tell us what else that she's doing in her life at this moment in time besides content creating. Okay, um, I'm an accountant. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm an accountant by profession. So nice. aside creating content, I do the usual nine to five job and I'm an entrepreneur as well. That's that's amazing. I mean, you're a numbers person. I cannot, I cannot see myself really? as a numbers person. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the really number person accountant. So whenever I see a woman or even, I'm just like, wow, I bow to you because I am not. Really, I'm not. I'm, I'm a numbers person. It's something <laughs> I, I love to do. So it's become part of me. Yeah, no, I'm not a mathematical person. However, I am a strong language person. I speak like five languages because I am just that good when it comes to that one. So that doesn't make me feel too bad at all when it comes to my knowledge of like mathematics. But it's great. It's great. Because you're also a creative as well. Because usually when people are quite good with numbers, their creative side is missing but you kind of have the I two right. so I that's know. amazing <laughs> that's amazing great job you're doing well um usually what before we start with our usual questions we have some fire rounds I'm gonna ask you three questions and you answer as fast as you can and if you want to elaborate on some of the things fair enough you can go on and elaborate on it describe yourself in Three words. Three words. I'm a go-getter, I'm lovable, and reserved. Three. Nice. Go-getter, lovable, and reserved. And reserved. Nice, nice. Reserved being that you're more like laid back into things, more calm. Sometimes it's a bit surprising. Someone will say, ah, you are doing YouTube and you are saying you are laid back. But, you know, I'm a different person when I'm on relationship paths. And okay. I'm a different person when I'm off the screen. So yeah, I'm I'm laid back. That's 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 great. At least you could call on skills that you require at a yeah. particular time. And that's a wonderful uh skill and asset to have in your pocket. <laughs> um, what is your favorite city besides the one that you currently live in? Okay. Um, mine is not a city by a region. I have okay. a favorite side the region I'm, I'm in greater Accra region but my favorite my other favorite region is the Volta region Volta region my, and what do you love about the Volta region so much I think Volta the place is very calm 
You see, when you want a place you can relax from all the stress of Accra, you need you need a <laughs> you need a place with nature, a place you can have a conversation with nature. I think the Volta region is the best place to go to for me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is your favorite region. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, FYI, Volta region is in Ghana, for those who do not know. <laughs> um, it's one of the regions in um in Ghana. Yeah. Part of the 10 regions in Ghana. And it's a lovely place. I think I love the Volta region as well. It's also my escape. I can tell. I can tell from your from your, your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love it. Uh, so okay. um breeze, just not hectic like you said like a crowd just like nature people local people not a lot of people so yeah so I love it as well wonderfully done you answered them great um so I guess we go into our first part our second part of the interview which is talking about your channel relationship hack gh I want to know how did the idea to create this channel and even the content for this channel come about to you? So it all started in 2019, not with relationship hacks, okay. but I started with a channel called The Backroom Reports in 2019. I didn't even get up to 20 subscribers with that channel. So I had to quit with The Backroom Reports. Then in 2020, I decided to put up with another channel called A Cup of Juice and Music Podcast. It was going a bit well with that channel. I think I had about 50 subscribers from there. So A Cup of Juice and Music Podcast was all about reviewing projects from musicians, be it an EP, an LP, an album, whatever projects that is good. Um, we review it on a cup of juice and music podcast. But YouTube kept flagging us for copyrights. You know, YouTube oh, wow. is very strict when it comes to their copyright issues. They are. So, yeah. So you, you see, you spend a whole 40 minutes, you record a video, upload it on your YouTube channel. And the next moment, you go back to check and it's, it's been flagged. Oh, copyright. my. So it's like you've done a cost 90 job. Right. Wow. So I had to quit with that as well in 20. So I was there with my director. I was like, what, what other projects, what other content can we create that will be relatable to people and we wouldn't get flagged by YouTube for copyright issues? So then Relationship Hugs GH came up. That was last year, around August. From the beginning, it was a bit slow then. It picked up and here we are though we are still less than a year but it's, it's going well so that's, that's how we yeah after that's two yeah. attempts two failed yeah. attempts yeah, yeah 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 and that's that's great I mean because I mean I had the impression that you've been doing this for a while but it turns out that it was only last year and yeah. for me not to know that this you've been doing this for just a year is definitely like a kudos to you it's like a a compliment to you that you're doing well in what you're doing and your content and the people you meet and the things that you talk about and how confident you are on camera for someone who is reserved (laughs) 
so really congratulations on that and congratulations on not giving up after the two failed attempts because I think this happens a lot when you try something it doesn't work out you just leave it and just like I'm done but you're on your third channel which means you never gave up and honestly kudos to you for that and thanks to my team you know I have a very strong team so Mm -hmm. we all work together and they won't even allow you to give up (laughs) I have a strong support system that's that's great that's really really great that's a good thing it's good that you that you have there how many people or like who do you have in your crew or your team when creating um your content okay so I have one person he's like a partner okay you 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 might even know him we met yes yes yes, yes 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did we did yes we did, he's okay. he's more of a he's a creative person and I'm okay. more of a business person so okay. when both of us come together we create magic you know? that's that's nice that's nice so he does like the video and everything but who brings that's the, the editing. topics the editing which is yes. oh nice that's really good that's really nice that's really nice a good team you have there here is a one woman <laughs> um, team here but honestly it's good to have a support system it makes things definitely yeah yeah easier and also more enjoyable when you have someone that's you have someone with you that can enjoy the process and the journey with you talking of journey have you faced any um challenges like along the years and with relationships have gh and your other your other channels that you've created what have been the challenges that you faced um the challenges there are a lot <laughs> you know starting creating content is not easy it's not it's not a smooth sail if anyone stands somewhere and tells you Oh, it's easy. You can talk very well. It's not about knowing how to talk or Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily about being confident. It takes more than that Mm -hmm. for you to be able to be successful in any content you are creating. Sometimes you know, oh, this particular episode, you've killed it. You Mm -hmm. upload it, have less views. Your subscription are not moving. When you compare it to other people's channel, you know, people are getting 20K views on a Mm -hmm. channel, 50K views. And you watch yours, you an episode you uploaded just yesterday, but the views are not good. Yes, every minute you check your phone to see if you're making yeah. progress with this particular episode. Yeah. People you even think should watch your episode, you share to people. You have a I have a broadcast list of um my personal friends that I send every link to of any new episode that I upload. Yeah. And, you know, mostly I ask for their permission before I add them to the podcast. I don't want to sound like a nuisance to anyone. You know, yeah. you can't just be going about sending links to people. Exactly. But there are days you, when you are starting, you want you want support. You crave for that support from friends first before strangers. But here's a situation whereby in the content world, strangers support you than your friends. You know. 90% of the times, your friends do not support what you do. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the only support when this the strangers have accepted you mm-hmm. and it's moving on for then they oh we know this person, oh she's my girl, oh she's yeah. my personal person. Yeah. Strangers are so 
it had a toll on me. I'm like, ah, why is it anytime I, I upload an episode, then my friends all turn blind. I they, they act as if they've not seen yeah. that I'm then. Mm-hmm. I just I removed a lot of them from my broadcast list. I just it takes a strong mind to be able to keep going when you are under such condition. And that is not the only challenge. Sometimes the, cha- the other challenge is to, to do YouTube, you have to learn and research a lot about YouTube. You have to know more about your thumbnails and even how you coin a particular topic. There are days you, you put a topic there and it's not moving. It's not because people do not like it, but it's not inviting enough for people to even click on this channel and watch the episodes that you have there. So it takes a lot. The journey hasn't been easy, but we are still learning. The challenges are numerous, but we are still learning. So every day you encounter a new challenge, but you still find a way to move around it and make it work. That's that's great. That's great that you stood. I like the fact that you said you're still learning, which means like there's a strong boil that keeps you going and you have like this learning mentality around what you're doing. And I think that's the only way to kind of like move forward in things, not thinking, okay, this is where I want to go. But as I go, I am learning and this is why I keep doing this. What would you say is your strength? What keeps you grounded in this journey what keeps you going although with all the challenges with all the disappointments sometimes with all the non-supportive um Mm -hmm. audience friends and family sometimes yeah what would you say is your strength I think it's discipline and consistency you know you can have all the things in the world if you're yeah. not disciplined and you are not consistent, you're not going to get anywhere. See, I'm I'm doubling it up as a career woman, an entrepreneur, and a content creator. There are days I feel so tired. You know, most times I record I record on weekends. There are days I feel so tired. I don't. I'm not even in the mood to record. But because I have apportioned days and time for my viewers, that okay. Every Tuesday, I have to release. So I have two, two sessions on my YouTube. I have one, which is something in between. That's when I interview people. And then I have one session that I do the recording alone. That is a more shorter version. Mm-hmm. So I know on Tuesday, my viewers will be expecting something in between. And on yeah. Fridays or Saturdays, they'll be expecting the other episodes from me. So I cannot fail. Yeah. So if... This week, I release an episode. Then the next week, I don't. The following week, I don't. Then the next... You see, there are millions of people creating content on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So if you are not consistent with yours, then it means you're not taking it serious. So consistency has has been my strength. So someone would would tell me, "Ah, you are not a celebrity. You're not even a, a creative person like that so how have you been able to get over 1k subscribers in such a short frame or how mm-hmm. are you getting views for now i have about seventy thousand views on my channel wow so how did you do it i just saw the person i've been consistent because virtually every week i release an episode yeah it's hard sometimes people wouldn't know what you go through you work from monday to friday saturday sunday you're supposed to rest you have to prepare topics relatable topics 
to release to your viewers. So it's hard, but you just have to stay consistent. If only you know what you want from where you are going. So discipline and consistency has been my greatest strength. I mean, that's great. I, I love that. And I love the fact that you said that people don't know what goes, what kind of work goes in behind all the things that you put um, online. And I think this is the main problems most of the time. And so I think this is what the Powered, powered Up is for, to be able to oh. get the stories behind all these things. So I think we see usually the glory of people's glory, That's their true. highlights. We see your 70K viewers. We're like, oh, she made it. But we don't, we have no idea how much work you've putting it to get That's there. True. And I think this is what we try to highlight on this podcast, that the journey is really not that straightforward. I mean, there's work, there's consistency, as you say, there is challenges there's some cries some laughter there's a lot that goes on behind the scene before yeah. people actually make it to halfway through their goal or even before their end destination so that's great I really love that you're keeping the consistency and obviously this is how this online um, platforms work if you're not consistent there is no way that you're going to make it yeah. out there yeah I love that. I love that. Keep keep the fire burning. We're behind Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I think we will go more specifics into like the things that you talk about. You talk about relationships, you talk about like things that women have to have or do before they get into a relationship. You talk about toxic relationships. You talk about finding a wife, finding a husband. You talk yeah. about all these kind of things. I just, one thing that I want to know is, do mm -hmm. you talk about them with your experiences? Do you go into these topics with experiences from your past or current? Or do you just randomly choose these topics to go and talk about it? Okay. Sometimes it's about myself. It's about my personal life. Sometimes it's about my friends. Mm -hmm. My family. If I have people around. So I have friends who come to me that, oh, they have this issue in their relationship and stuff. So they need advice on it. So you see, I'm I'm a bit, I'm not that old, but I have an old soul in me. So I give, though I'm not married, my friends come to me advice. So I give them advice. So some of the topics are coined from what people I know go through or what I've gone through personally as, mm -hmm. as a woman mm -hmm. in really relationship. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I coined most of my topics. That's good because like you're talking from relatable places, like real time stories, real people stories, but then just without names or whatever, or interview people around it. That's great. Um so in your opinion, because people come to you for advice, people are watching you on YouTube for advice. So we at Her Power Up want to know what are the things that you find that a woman should have or should do before entering into a relationship or partnership with anyone? Okay, I think the first thing any woman should have 
or should do before entering into any relationship is to have something going for herself. It could be a skill, it could be a business, it could be a job, it could be a career. It could be anything, just have something going for yourself. So you don't enter into a relationship bare-handed. You're bringing, you're also bringing something to the table. So go with something, don't go empty-handed. Aside that, um, you should have healed. You see, most people are entering into relationships or going into new relationships with um, broken hearts. They are going into relationships with walls built around them. You know, they have this wall around them, but still they just want to go into a relationship. No, you should have healed from your previous relationship before you go into a new one. So you don't go and bleed on an innocent person. So yes, you should have something going for yourself. You should have healed from your previous relationship and you should have self-love. If you don't have self-love, you don't even love yourself. You don't have self-confidence. You see, confidence is sexy. So if you don't have self-love and self-confidence and you go there, you might not know. If your partner is someone who doesn't really have good thoughts about you, they might take advantage of the fact that you are insecure or you even doubt yourself. So the little fight you have with them, you're going to use that to you. So before you go into any relationship, you should have self-confidence and self-love. That was why the person approached you in the first place. So you should have healed, you should have self-love, and you should have something going for yourself. These three things are very important for every woman before entering into into a relationship. I love that. I love that. I think especially like the, the first one, having your own thing. Yeah. Um, having your own thing before or entering a relationship. I think today, today, a lot of guys are saying, what do you bring to the table? The table. And I, I find it such, um, I don't know. I just don't know how we get there for a man to ask you this kind of question. Yeah. If a man opens his mouth to ask you this kind of question, it means he, he doesn't know what you bring to the table. He doesn't know your worth. It doesn't know your worth. And I find that question so insulting. Very, very insulting. Very, ins- very, very insulting. So at the very. moment, you have to elaborate or have to explain to someone what your worth is. Honestly, I feel like it's, it's a either you need it's <laughs> a lost cause. You need to go and work on yourself, which means you're not showing your worth. Or you need to next that person, which means that person is not supposed to be with you or you're not supposed to be with that person. person. Yeah, so I really, really love that. And self-love, definitely. I really love that as well because it really does have a lot of effect on how your dynamic is with the person that you get into a relationship with. So definitely, I love that advice. Thank you. That is really insightful from <laughs> relationship with Ghana. Uh, hi, Ghana. Um, so nowadays, there is a lot of talk of toxic relationships. There is also lots of talk of toxic relationships. Every, everywhere you go right now on podcasts, on YouTube, whatever, there's like men are trash toxic this one is toxic this one is toxic so we want to talk about the toxic culture 
um, that we live in. Um, what is your take on the toxic culture that we live in right now, 2022? Um, hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Okay. So Nikki, when it comes to toxicity, it differs. What I know I feel is toxic to me might not be toxic to another person. What is toxic to Nikki might not be toxic to Nanette. Mm -hmm. But we have some common behaviors. We have some common red flags that when you see, you don't need to be told. You don't need a pastor. You don't need mm -hmm. a prophet to tell you you are in a toxic relationship or yeah. surrounded toxicity. When you're in a relationship and the relationship is manipulative, when the relationship is abusive, when the relationship is unhealthy, then when the relationship is disrespectful, mm. you don't need anyone to tell you that, okay, this is toxic. You have to know. There are some people who can live in a toxic relationship and be okay. So you can't really force, you can't impose toxicity on people. Mm. You might see two people dating and you feel like how this man is treating this woman is toxic. You're like me, I won't take this from this man. I won't take, but the person mm -hmm. doesn't see it toxic. Mm. You see? Huh. So it differs. But the, uh, the aforementioned, like the unhealthy, the manipulating you, mm -hmm. when you, when you experience some things and you feel it's erodes you of your peace of mind, then yeah. I think. You should you should take action. You shouldn't take it lightly. So that's my mm -hmm. take on toxic relationships. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And imagine people who are on their standards in a toxic relationship. Yeah. How do you get out of it? Because I feel like most of the time, people that are in toxic relationship cannot even see that they are in a toxic relationship it takes like friends looking into your relationship it takes family and sometimes you cannot even realize the amount of negative negativity that you're in in the relationship how do you realize and how do you get out of it because I feel like the getting out of the toxic relationship is more difficult than than yeah. anything it is so before one can be able to get out of a toxic relationship, mm -hmm. person has accepted first mm. that she is in a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't, if the person doesn't accept it, then there is little anyone can do to help. Exactly. Uh, if the person accepts that, yes, I, I have seen this behavior, I've seen this trait in this man, and this is unhealthy for me, the person has to accept. So once the person accepts, then the next thing is the person has to make that decision and be committed by it that no matter what, I'm going to leave. Because there are some women, they'll make up their mind, they'll leave. You have people around them, yes, leave, leave. But in this moment, the man comes around and says some few words of affirmation and they are back together. And you, <laughs> you the friend, that you are the background singing, leave, leave. You look, you start to look stupid for even supporting that movement in the first place. So the person just has to make a conscious effort, be committed to it that yes, I want to leave. 
also, the victim here has to have it at the back of her mind that this is a grown man. I mean, there's no man that knows he's abusing you and will tell you, oh, I didn't know this was an abuse. They know this is an abuse. They know they are manipulating you. They know they are disrespecting you because you might have told them once or twice that, yo, that's thing you are doing is disrespectful, but they still keep doing what they are doing. So don't have it at the back of your mind that you can change them. Mm -hmm. If the man is 30, a grown man 30, has a trait of abuse or disrespect, and how are you going to use just three years or three years of mm -hmm. being in a relationship with them to change mm -hmm. them? You can't, you can't change a grown man unless they want to change. So have it at the back of your mind that unless they tell you they want to change and they are making a conscious effort that they are changing, if they are not doing that, don't put it in your mind that you're going to change them. Just make a conscious effort to leave. And before you leave, you see what, you know why it's hard for most women to leave toxic relationships? 80% of the times, they don't have anything going for themselves. Mm. That was why in my initial, you asked me a question about what should a woman have before entering a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you have, you, you are in a relationship with someone you don't only go there to help the man out. You should also build yourself. So if mm -hmm. you entered into the relationship and let's say you have a degree, make sure you upgrade to having your master's. Make sure you upgrade mm. to having a skill that is fetching you some in income. Make sure you upgrade yourself. So if you have also upgraded yourself, why would you be scared of leaving a toxic relationship? Yeah. Most women feel the men are the ones taking care of them. So if they leave, who is going to take care of them or how are they going to survive so they meet yeah. another man who is benevolent so if you have something going for yourself it shouldn't be a difficult thing to leave a toxic relationship thank also, you thank you yeah, yeah Nikki, one one last thing yes yeah go also, on. some people some people feel they leave this man this man is like the air they breathe how are they going to survive with their social life? So before you leave, make sure you have family and friends who support your decision so that you can always fall back on them when you are emotionally mm -hmm. drained or when you just need someone to talk. So you should have like a mm -hmm. trusted family or friends you can always confide in and just fall back. So you should have a support system before you decide to leave a toxic relationship. It's hard sometimes when you see people in toxic relationships and they haven't slept, you can't really blame them. It's because they haven't made a conscious efforts to leave. Some of them even cover up for, for the men. Mm. So if you are an outsider, there is nothing you can do about it unless they have come to the realization that, okay, I'm leaving and I'm getting committed by it. I mean, it could be me, it could be you, it could be anyone, but it's hard to see people in such environment and they're not realizing it i think um it happens to the best of us but like you said the person has to make their mind on of their own that i am getting out of this place because you as an external could not do a lot to help them than make them realize and if they themselves are not realizing it it will be very hard to get out of it Thank you so much for this insight. I think my last question to you is, what is the best advice that you've received? And 
as a woman and how can you relay this advice to other women? I once had a boss, I have a boss, she's a female. And she always tells me this, that if you want something, if you're in a relationship and you want something, whatever you are expectant of, voice it out. If you want respect, let it be known to your partner that you want respect. If you want support, let it, men or your partner might not be a magician. You know, most women think as long as I'm in a relationship with you, you should help me out with this, that, this, and that, this, and that. But if the person is not doing it, what do you have to do? You have to voice this out. You have to tell the person, Joe, this is what I want, and this is what I want to do. It is only when you tell them and they don't do it, then you know the kind of person you are in a relationship with. And another advice I have was, a man will treat you based on what you tolerate from them. Hmm. So if, yeah, the, a man will treat you based on what you've been tolerating. If they know, oh, this woman did, she wouldn't take this, he's not going to do it. But if he's done it for the first time and you turn a blind eye to it, you didn't complain, though it's eating you up, you mm. are upset, but you want to look like you don't know you are the cool person so it's fine but it's in you up he will keep it. Mm. you've been tolerating it he will keep doing it but if your partner has it at the back of his mind that hey my woman she wouldn't tolerate this or she won't allow me to do this he won't and that is respect so those are the only two advice i'll give to women in a relationship I like I like that. I do have a question though on the first point on expressing your needs and wants to someone. Now, I do believe that the delivery is also important. So what is your take or what is your reflection and advice in terms of how do you say these kinds of things? Because I think the way that you say it the way that you voice out your needs and your wants also have a great effect if you receive it or not I think I'm guilty of this you see um there are days when I started my new relationship sometimes if I want something I say it in an angry tone Mm -hmm. or when I'm upset Mm -hmm. when I'm angry or or when you've just had a fight it's not going to work it only worsens matters and the person is not going to listen to you under, under such circumstances mm. but when you are calm and everyone is in a good mood and you're having a good time you see you are all lovey-dovey together so then you can tell this way oh babe i need this or i want you to treat me this way but this is how i want us to do this so the person is the atmosphere is conducive the atmosphere is positive so no sensible human being would decline your quest and the mm. searchers but if the whole place is gloomy you are both angry you are throwing words at uh, mm. it's going to fall on deaf ears no one is going to listen to you that you want this you want that or this is how you want to be treated so make when you are trying to deliver what you want it has mm. to be in atmosphere it has to be in an atmosphere where both of you are in a good mood to accept whatever you want right sometimes you can clearly say to someone i really do not appreciate this or i really 
But like a kid, they would just do the opposite of what you are clearly asking them to do. Like, how do you deal with these kind of people? It's just insane. I mean, if it's once in a while, you see, we are all stubborn species. Uh Women are, women, we can be very stubborn as well, (laughs) not just the men. So if it's once in a while, there are some things you just have to overlook. You won't get perfect person you won't get 100 percent in a mm-hmm. person so if it's just once in a while when their mischievous nature comes out you just ignore. You know. but if mm-hmm. it becomes consistent then that is where the problem lies mm-hmm. if it mm-hmm. becomes something they do constantly it means they do not respect you it is disrespect i mean then why am i in a relationship with you in the first place if you're not going to listen to whatever I say. You don't listen to my needs. You don't listen to how I want to be treated. Like basically my love, you are loving me on your terms, not on mm. my terms. Mm. If it's consistent, if it's something they do every day, they, they don't love you. They just love the idea of being with you, but mm. they don't want to work involved in keeping you. Mm. And it's hard. A relationship like that, um, I'm not a prophet of doom, but it will be very hard that we get somewhere. Mm. Very hard for a relationship like that to go that far. Because eventually you get tired. Yeah. For how long are you always going to complain? For how long? Eventually you get tired and it will just kill your vibe. Yeah. This is this is an amazing discussion. I really, I really love it. And I want to go on and on and on and on. Oh, and I really I love I know you could talk about this for hours and on and on and on. It's just a constant uh discussion that needs to be had. But it's good that we have people like you who are constantly bringing up these topics like reminders like online and talking about these kind of subjects to keep people like reminded on the things that they need to pay attention to and it's good to have someone like you in your friendship group or in your friendship cycle because your friends come to you and you're able to help them and vice versa and it also gives you ideas for content and what to talk about with other people and I like the fact that you said that like no one is perfect I think my mom is always saying no man is perfect but you have to find the four things that you definitely need to check off. If that thing is there, the rest is just details. I mean, as I've grown up now, I now now I now get it that there is no perfect human being and you have to see what works and what you de- what is definitely on your standard list. Three things. Yeah. You can't have 10 things all checked out. You you wouldn't. We'll be looking forever. You all do need someone, unless you don't. And that's a different story altogether. But if you do, it's always nice to have that at the back of your head that you're not going to find 100% this guy that will check all your boxes. So it was so lovely talking to you um, about this. You can check out uh, Relationship Hacks, GH. Uh, Nanette is giving is giving what it's supposed to give on that channel she's giving everything she's giving visual she's giving content so definitely do check her out what is next for you right now um I'm still growing my channel relationship hacks gh nice. um we are over 1k subscribers now so I want more subscribers on the channel so everyone listening to 
everyone should just head on to Relationship Hacks GH and subscribe. I'm hoping by the end of 2022, we'll be on about 10K subscribers. Yes, yes. Or more subscribers. <laughs> Yeah, and more views as well. <laughs> so with then, if I know okay, relationship has is far gone, I might even come up with another channel. Thank you for listening, and this is the end of the episode of today. Hope you've had an insightful time. Go over and let's continue the discussion on Instagram. Her power up, and also don't forget to rate or review this episode. And. We're back again on Wednesday at 11am with another episode.